Hey, it's Adrian, and it's almost Hackathon. In today's episode, we have Sage and Aditi, two of our amazing producers on the pod, interviewing the winning team from Accenture's blockchain hack this year. You get to see that hackathons aren't all chalked up to coding ability, but actually it's just being hella resourceful, being insanely caffeinated, and faking it as you go. But before we get into that, if you haven't yet bought a ticket to CSC Reviews show happening from Tuesday to Friday this week, then consider getting one for the Wednesday show, a CSC sock feels science theater, and I'm sure you will have a couple of mates there as well. Check out the Facebook event for more details and we'll see you there. Okay, now here it is, learn to hackathon with the winners of Accenture's blockchain hack and their advice for you. Enjoy. So we are joined today with um, Chloe, Kai and Apurva who won both Accenture's blockchain hackathon and CSE's annual hackathon. And so um, just to, without to start off, do you guys want to give us a bit of an intro to yourselves and what degree you're doing and what year you're in? Well, yeah, so hi, I'm Chloe. Um, I'm in my second year of computer science and commerce. My name's Kai and I'm in my second year of computer engineering. Uh, hey guys, my name's Apuva. I'm in my second year of comp sci and physics, but I'm probably going to drop physics because comp sci is better. <laughs> um, and yeah, like this year, Kai is also part of CSE Socks uh, careers team, and I'm also a director in that. And we're pretty much leading the hackathon for this upcoming Saturday and Sunday, so it's really exciting. Okay. So, I'm the like first year at the moment and haven't had too much experience with hackathons, and so they're becoming sort of an increasingly popular thing. A lot of companies are doing them, and they're a good way to get practical experience. So, as someone who's never participated in one and found them a bit intimidating, what would you say a hackathon actually like? involves and what's the core things required to do it well hackathons usually um given this time period uh you just have to have a product at the end whether it be with coding or without coding it really depends on uh who's actually organizing that hackathon so for example if uh, CSE socks actually doing a hackathon which we are yeah um a big emphasis on it would be like how technically uh, good the product is, uh, together with the, the commerce side of it. But definitely a big emphasis on it is how well it works and like the technical details that goes into it. But in a nutshell, at the end of a, a 24-hour, 12-hour, whatever, but CSE Socks is 24 hours. At the end of the time period, uh, you're expected to have a product that you could present to judges and you will win uh, prizes according, uh, according to like judging criteria or something. Yeah. And to follow on from that, basically, there's always some sort of problem statement involved, uh, which all the teams pretty much have to try and solve uh, with respects to kind of uh, with their solution. Um, and I think it also is a little different to, I mean, it's, it's different and also similar to case competitions. I mean, case competitions, in my mind, are just like longer, drawn out periods of hackathons. But instead of like a working functional prototype, it's more so like either a business plan or some sort of marketing strategy or something like that. Yeah, I like to call hackathons like a short case comp, both extra steps. <laughs> so um, a big part of a hackathon is also the pitching and like how well you actually present um, what you've made. Uh, like last year when we did our CC hackathon, um, by the end of it, like our website was like completely not working <laughs> and like most of it was hard coded um, and uh. we just showed like like 
little video like filmed on someone's phone <laughs> and that was our demo of the product uh but i think like what really made us like sort of stand out um was hoover's pitching which was amazing um and like our pitch deck i think uh really sort of made us stand out compared to others um yeah i think it can be attributed to everyone on the team <laughs> <laughs> Just kill ourselves. Yeah. Are they suitable for all years? Like, could you just leave one five one one and then go straight into a hackathon? I think it really depends on what you're trying to get out of it. If your sole purpose is to win a prize, then I'd say I don't know. But if you're going into the hackathon with the mindset of I want to grow, I want to learn new things, this is the perfect environment for it. Especially with this uh, this upcoming one, we have like around three to four workshops on the Saturday to just get people kickstarted into kind of um, making their project, even if they have zero idea what they're doing. Yeah, and um, the last year's CSE Saw Hackathon was actually my second hackathon. Yeah. Uh, the first one I went to was UniHack, UniHack 2018, and that was literally me and five guys, or four, four or five guys, and we all only had 1511 knowledge. Like, we were all at the same level, only 1511, and we went into it with C. I wanted to build a game oh, God. And the game that we came out with was like was like a, a game about a fish and something like, <laughs> like uh, a and trying, to, yeah, trying to get like a, a message about pollution and stuff. It, it, was, oh, it, was, not, it was not a great idea. It was not a great idea. So when we went to UniHack and we were actually at an actual hackathon and mentors were going around asking us um, uh, uh, like just trying to see how we're doing and so the, this, this mentor asked us um, what's well, so okay, let's start off with something simple. What, what what language are you doing in? So he said C, and then he just paused for a while. It's always at us. Yeah, and he's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, uh, the, the the really great thing about that hackathon was uh, I managed to learn a lot of things in, in one day. And even if I didn't exactly learn how to use a certain technology, I knew what to learn after the hackathon. Mm. So I would definitely recommend it if you only did 151. Or if you haven't done 151, it would be a really good experience. Like, an eye, It's a good eye-opener on like what the current technology is and what technologies are good for like, building an actual product, right? So yeah, yeah. definitely recommend. Yeah. Um, like last year in... Before, um, like I was, I was like sort of unsure about doing the CSE hackathon because I was like, oh, like I'm not good enough. Like I barely know anything. Um, uh, but one of the CSE SOC presidents last year, um, like really encouraged me, um, to do it. And like even though the tickets were sold out, he was like, oh, I can get you in <laughs> if you want. Oh no. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> Um, yeah, so I decided to take the leap. I didn't have, like, I didn't know many people who were doing the hackathon at the time, but um, I heard, like, Poovers was doing it as well. So, yeah, we somehow we teamed up. <laughs> up. Look at us now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, um, you learn so much doing a hackathon, and in that hackathon, I'd never coded so much in such a short oh, amount yeah. of time. Um, and also, uh, what like what Kai was saying, it motivates you to sort of seek out and learn more tools that you can use to be able to actually create like I don't know something yeah, yeah something practical yeah yeah whereas it's a lot different to just making like a C like yeah random yeah. function yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah it's so different. Yeah. 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 oh my god. Uh, <laughs> 
So kind of add on to that as well, like based on what Chloe said, there's a whole variety of roles that people can kind of assume during the hackathon as well. It's not necessarily just you have to be an expert programmer or something like that. I think it's a great opportunity to kind of get into the groove of what you're interested in and kind of expanding on that. So if you like communication and all that kind of stuff, you can you can kind of take that role and you can um, you can craft a pitch deck or you can kind of go on the business side of things and figure out how you know the your product essentially ties in with the business model and how you're going to gain revenue and all these different things. Um, because ultimately, it's about um, showing judges. Um, that not just only you can create a cool product, but can you back it up with mm. some sort of viability um, in the real world? Yeah, nice. So it sounds like it's a really good way to, you know, actually apply some of the skills you go and you learn in like the classroom in a practical sense. And it's not just all about the coding and being sitting there for 24 hours is what I imagine, <laughs> just like coding for the entire night. Um, but for hackathons, so would you say any sort of preparation is necessary before you go into one or do you just rock up on the day and you're like... It, it depends on how well you work with your team, really. Um, for the first hackathon that we did together, we, we had a meeting and we discussed ideas, but we ditched the idea. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, but we got to know each other during then. So, yeah, it was good. But yeah, I think a good team meeting before you, uh, if you, if you have a team, is, is really good so you know who you're working with on the day. Um, but apart from that, it's not necessary to, you know, do a crash course yeah. in web development or something like that. I mean, I guess that's what the hackathon's there for. Um, sorry? Yeah, like, um, what we did at Centaur, we basically came in with no preparation, no idea, even though the blockchain theme was there yeah. and it was released, mm. we... We're basically we basically only had just looked up different ideas and like different use cases for blockchain, but yeah. we didn't actually have a final product. So yeah. we spent like hours um just thinking of an idea before we actually started. Yeah. Um, and we we're lucky that it was a twenty four hour hackathon, so mm. we did have the time. But um we didn't start the actual product until like six pm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that sort of just shows you don't have to be prepared you can just work well with your team and work effectively and get it done and still do a great job yeah and Chloe brings up a good point um she mentioned that we we spent hours just trying to brainstorm ideas and stuff and that's that's a really core part of the hackathon it's it's not like you rush into the first idea you have and you actually build it out you really got to flesh it out and to see if it's unique, if it's viable, like just all the different aspects of an idea. So, shouldn't you shouldn't be afraid to take that extra hours into going to think, uh, going thinking about what you actually want your product to be, and what uh whether it'll fulfill like certain judging judging criteria if you're going for a prize or whatever. But yeah, um, brain, the brainstorming session to start is really important. Mm-hmm. How do you sort of form teams for the hackathon? Like, do you do it on the day, or do you do it like well beforehand? Well, um, I, uh, pretty much uh, if you have a good group of friends who are interested in the hackathon, you guys can sign up in the team. But if you don't have a team, that's absolutely fine because normally on the day what happens is um, all the people without teams kind of just go up near the front or whatever and you guys can just kind of choose amongst yourselves who you kind of want to work with over the next 12 hours <laughs> or 24 hours, uh, which is absolutely fine and really, really great. 
um, because it's an awesome way to make new friends mm. and just like kind of see people from different um, backgrounds, but also like educational experiences. Um, because you're not going with the same first year group of friends, you can potentially partner with like a fourth year or a third year and all these different mm. sorts of things. And how big of a team? Mm, I think it generally depends on hackathons themselves. Yeah. Yeah. CSE's doing three to six. And so for your group, how did that sort of come together? Because it now seems like you've done a few hackathons. So did you know each other from classes or before uni? Or? Uh, yeah, I met Aprova in a class. And <laughs> we did, uh, as we were doing the CSE song hackathon, Aprova introduced Chloe to us. And uh, yeah, so three of us and our kid and Brendan, shout out to them, we <laughs> did the CSE saw hackathon together. And then um, for Accenture, how did how did Nikki? Oh, uh, Nikki, who's not here, um, he he was part. Uh, he was a fourth man. How, how did we? I introduced. Yeah, yeah. So Prova introduced Nikki to our team too. Mm-hmm. So we went together to the Accenture hackathon. And we we won that. Yeah. What motivated you to start your first ever? I don't know. I think uh, for me, CSE saw song was the first one ever. And I think it was just the fact that it was this community initiative from CSE Suck. It was the fact that our own university society was kind of hosting this and kind of holding this event for us. I, I didn't feel too afraid to kind of just get out there as compared to a very big, wide open uh, hackathon such as like, you know, Facebook or Amazon and stuff like that. So it felt like such an inviting space to just kind of get started. Um, and I guess... My core motivation was just to, to, to get out there and understand what a hackathon was. Because just like you guys, I didn't, that was my first one. So it was like a very, I, I heard people talking about it all the time. They're like, hackathons are so good for experience yeah. and just doing it. And I'm like, what is that? You yeah. know? Like, but I guess it was just getting that first leap into it that you realize that it's such a great experience. Yeah, kind of the same as approval with my first hackathon. I was just like, before I went came to uni, it's just, if, on Facebook or anything, like, oh, Facebook hackathon. It's just like a like a cult thing yeah. with like CSE students and stuff. Like, oh, what was a hackathon? Is it actually hacking like um, hacking some? That's what <laughs> I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. hacking the Pentagon. Yeah. It was like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I did some research and oh, that, that, that sounds fun. Yeah. So yeah, it's, I I just thought it would be a good step in you know my CSE career. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think. Like, um, last year, of course, um, I think it was a fear. He, um, like, gave me a spot and everything, and he really motivated me to have a go. I think it was just the prospect of being able to learn more and, like, actually make something practical, which really appealed to me. Mm. Um, but it was definitely very daunting at first. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was mostly motivated just to learn more and just get myself out there. Yeah. And yeah, it turned out to be a really rewarding experience. And yeah, definitely wouldn't regret it. So, <laughs> um, Okay, so now we might talk a bit about like the actual breakdown of like a 24-hour hackathon because that's sort of a long period of time. It can be a bit intimidating. So did you have like, do you have a strategy for going into the day on how you're going to manage your time between all the different aspects um, and like the breakdown of how you split your time in 24 or 48 hours? I think it's really interesting because Kai raised a really good point and it was the fact that you shouldn't rush into kind of implementing straight mm-hmm. away. 
So there's no real clear expectation of at 12 hours in, you should have X, Y, Z done. I feel like that really depends on each person and each team uh, generally. I think we as a team spent and normally spend a very large amount of time ideating just because we believe in kind of thinking of the best possible situation or scenario and then understanding all the loopholes or, or the holes in the strategy that we're trying to include. And then I think it's only after that then we can really understand, okay, this is what we all want to team together and actually implement. Um, and then we actually go forth and do that. Um, I would, I don't know, like I, I don't think there's a, a set amount of time that we should say six hours in, let's uh, let's make the website. Twelve hours in, let's pitch. Um, yeah. It's Wait, more just, oh, it's just more basic time management kind of things. Yeah, <laughs> of course we had like no sleep, yeah, no sleep <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we had time for yoga. <laughs> I slept during that. Oh. Yeah. I slept too. I don't know what <laughs> Why did you sleep? <laughs> I slept for a few hours. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's, yeah, like Apuva said, there's no really set time. But um, one thing that I think we sort of stumbled upon was like um, getting too caught up with those like nitty gritty use cases um, until one of the mentors at Essentia, he taught us to just start and yeah. like not don't get too worried about it yeah. and i think that really helped us because mm. that really yeah. allowed us to just move on and just accept that like nothing's going to be absolutely exactly. perfect yeah. um but as long as you're happy and confident with it just mm. go for it i think there should be definitely some time uh in preparation for the pitch though i think yeah. that's something that we essentially uh, in our second hackathon in, in um, Accenture, it was a bit nerve-wracking, actually. It was a very different audience to um, CSE mm. Sox one. So it was a bit, I don't know, like a bit higher stakes. So um, we spent quite a bit of time uh, practicing our pitch, actually running through it multiple times. And I think that's super important. We had, uh, we had myself and Nikki dedicated just on making the slides and having a business plan and just having like a nice pitch while... Uh, Chloe and Aproba was like working out the technical details mm. stuff. So that's also a really important part of uh, of the hackathon. Well, for Accenture's hackathon at least, CSE hackathon is going to be an important part, but not as important as the coding aspect to it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So they're more generally looking for like a really well coded, like bug free implementation, mm. or like a really interesting idea. Mm. Well, uh, well, when it comes to the hackathon. You, you can't really code something that's bug-free. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we've got like a fantastic so, idea that exactly. it works terribly, yeah. but it's really like quite ingenious. Yeah, but the secret to hackathons is smokes and mirrors. So mm-hmm. usually it's a hard-coded solution, Yeah. which okay. is completely understandable. Yeah. And in it's that not case... It's hard-coded, it's by case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in that case, an interesting idea is really important. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously having an interesting idea in any case, it's... It's really important too, and it really like makes your idea stand out. You can't just say like, "Oh yeah, it's Uber for dogs." Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think yeah. There's a few components that really make uh make you in the state of actually being able to win in a hackathon, and it comes down to in my mind three things. One is making people believe the story that you're trying to convey. Make sure there's a story element to what. The product is or the service that you're creating. Two, the technical implementations, of course, is super, super important. 
Um, and three, it is uh, understanding that you've done your research. Is this something that already exists on the market? And are you mm-hmm. just coding this up straight from scratch just so you can impress people? Yeah. Um, or is this something actually unique? Um, and if it is, then people would actually really appreciate that. Do you have access to the internet to like check if you're oh, in yes. yeah. 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 No one has to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's that's 99% of our content. Have a good day in I mean, a big component, I think, is just using third party libraries and APIs that are free. Mm. Um, Don't reinvent the wheel. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like team building is really important. Like, don't just get five really good coders and, like, mm. no good designers. Like, get one mm. good OM person, one good, like, mm. debugger. It's like if you're starting a business, yeah. uh, you, you do need that kind of uh, multi hatted kind yeah. of community to mm. try and back you up. Mm. Um, and respect's really important, too. Um, in Accenture, we clash, our ideas clash a lot with each other, and we weren't afraid to say, no, I don't think it's a good idea. Uh, I think we should, but but we, we definitely did not sh- shoot it down. We would keep it in the corner and brainstorm more ideas and just like we just respected each other's uh, opinions. Mm-hmm. And I think in that sense, team building would be really important. Yeah. 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 Um, and the reason why I also like working with these guys is because I'm I mostly only really am. All right, <laughs> at HTML and CSS. You're amazing. That's not all. And yeah, I honestly would not be able to write a Python like app from scratch just on my own. Mm-hmm. And I feel really lucky to be able to have these guys supporting me. They can just do all the back end, and then all I have to do is worry about making it look pretty. <laughs> yeah, well, we're really grateful for Chloe too. Um. An actual mentor from Accenture, he t- he took a look at our product and he asked who designed it and we said Chloe and said oh she just did it in pure HTML and CSS no frameworks like no, not anything <laughs> no and she was like what yeah, nice. he, he was actually he was actually surprised yeah. that Chloe did all that HTML and CSS yeah. so yeah really blessed to have Chloe. You are so it sounds like it's kind of just really good at like it would make you great at group projects. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well. <laughs> yeah. It still comes down to the group. <laughs> Like, yeah, group projects can be, like, tough. If it's, like, a diet role, it's sure, a group yeah. members of you. Yeah. Mm. After the hackathon, actually, pretty much, I went on a group project with um, Kai and, uh. you know, for class and stuff, and it was, like, absolutely fantastic. So I think it's a really good segue into kind of continuing uh, with your friendships in a more academic setting as well. Yeah. Mm. And then it's good, you know, if you, if you can survive the 24 hours together, then I feel like you found <laughs> someone that you can do a group project with. Yeah. Um, but also on the day, I think you mentioned that there are often like workshops that are run um, if you don't really know much about the certain um, topic you're like for blockchain, for, with what sort of workshops were run and were they run by like Accenture mentors? To... Uh, in our previous account? Yeah. So Accenture didn't run any oh, workshops, maybe. unfortunately. But um, UniHack, which was the first hack that I went to, they ran two workshops. Uh, one was like a team team organization kind of workshop which introduced Trello to me. It was the first time I heard of Trello. Uh, second one was a MongoDB, uh, which is a database if uh, you guys didn't know. So uh, MongoDB, that was the first time I heard it too. So yeah, I mean, that, that also goes back to my point of going to a hackathon, you really op- it really opens your eyes to all the different technologies out there. 
and so that's really really good for your career in the future. Mm. Uh, for CSE, we're running multiple workshops, not only technical uh, for technical skills. We're having uh, a design workshop, a pitching workshop. Um, what else? We're doing a, a basically a, a workshop on location APIs. Oh, yes, so yeah. um, this is going to be incredibly useful for the problem that we're not going to reveal right now. Um, <laughs> oh, oh um, and we're also doing a whole bunch of other ones, such as a uh, intro to web development. So if you have zero idea on how to do anything, this this workshop straight for you. Um, on oh, no, a business model workshop. Mm. And this is, um, and we're doing like a lean business canvas workshop, which is essentially really going to help with your business model. Um, really nail in what what business even means and how it means in the context of your product. So um, I think the workshops on the first day of our hackathon this time. The reason why we we're, we're implementing so many is just because we we know that there's going to be a very diverse range of people coming, and we want to make sure that the people that do come get the most out of it. Um, and it, so it definitely isn't compulsory though. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So you could have just a few teammates go, or or none of you, but like we would strongly recommend if it, yeah. if if you would go to them. Yeah, I'm. I'm really happy that you guys are like sort of catering to everyone, and like the intro to web dev workshop. I think that'll be so mm. useful. Yeah. Like particularly because you don't even learn any mm. web dev in CompuSci. No. <laughs> yeah. Literally, we 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 use zero uh, like one five one one knowledge. Like I'd say the zero. fact that we, I I think if you just understand like for loops and like if statements, that's pretty much all you kind of need. Uh, when you get into kind of web dev, because it's a whole different thing, really. Yeah. Oh, we need to use a link for this. Oh, yeah, link this. Yeah, yeah, we need to use a link Crowd paper. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely love link this. So yeah. <laughs> They're great data structures. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, did you ever go watch one before you entered? No, no. Um, they don't really open for, oh. like, people to just... Come and watch. Yeah. And yeah, that would actually be pretty boring. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, um, on the topic of food, where, um, there's a lot of good food. Mm. They give you free food. Yeah. We're doing a lot of where catering for uh, the upcoming hackathon. So oh. um, we're gonna give you lunch. We're gonna give you dinner. We're gonna give you breakfast, and we're also gonna give you lunch on the second day, as well as some snacks all throughout the wow. time. So only for six dollars fifty. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that's wow. my price. Yeah. That is a yeah, keen. Yeah, hackathons are amazing. If you wanna get some free food, yeah. like yeah, yeah. Accenture yeah. was oh. so generous with their catering. Um, we got. We also had a. Barista there. Yes. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. It was yeah. That's impressive. That yeah. End up drinking like fifteen and just yeah. vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> Not like go overboard. Yeah. It was like. I did. Just do it. See what happens. Yeah, rebels. Hey, you drink more coffee than I do. How much? How much do you drink? Oh, they like four. Yeah. Bullshit. Yeah, they have more. You have more. Yeah, like they would make you anything like oh. um like mocha mm. long black and they just make it for you on the spot with like the actual coffee machine oh my it was God. so wow. amazing and then um, i remember like at night um like what riley you were just like wheeling a cart full of caramel slices <laughs> into yeah. everyone's rooms and they were amazing 
and um oh there were also unlimited drinks so they had like bottles of kombucha oh wow um okay. they had a like two mini fridges full of red bulls mm. and there were also like those like bougie red bulls like the coconut <laughs> <laughs> like the lemon <laughs> one i didn't know that <laughs> yeah all right, all right. edit this out because csc song isn't going to be that we're going to need a hunger <laughs> warning on this podcast <laughs> um, i think one thing that we forgot to mention is mentors um so at a lot of hackathons um there's always some sort of mentorship um and there's always people going around to check up on how you're doing um and yeah, so for Accenture, we had all these really, really bright, smart Accenture, um, you know, tech people mm-hmm. kind of helping us throughout the night, you know, staying awake as well. Um, they essentially stayed awake for 24 hours with us. It was pretty cool. Um, and so, yeah, so for a lot of hackathons, there's always some sort of industry experience coming in to help you along. Um, and yeah, so for this this uh, this upcoming one, we have people from Google, Atlassian, oh. Facebook, yeah, it's uh, also a really good opportunity to network and sort mm. of yeah. get yourself yeah. out there because yeah, like one of the reps <laughs> see you the hackathon they may be like oh yeah uh a friend i met at the Accenture <laughs> hackathon he he didn't win the hackathon but he ended up getting a job at Accenture mm. in the end so nice. yeah yeah, definitely a plus for doing mm. anything. Yeah. Um, so talking about so this CSA is obviously this weekend hackathon. Um, would you be able to tell us a bit about the project that you worked on last year and your finished project and what you can expect to sort of produce at the end of the twenty four hours, like the size and things. Um, so essentially, uh, it was a really cool idea, uh, if I may say. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I agree. It was um, on the day uh, after the initial presentation of um, the hackathon. Um, we were we were told to fill out these arc forms, and if you can expect, uh, if you can kind of imagine, there was around two hundred people rushing forward to around four arc forms on this table. <laughs> it was an absolute mess, um, and I think that's where I got the idea. I was like, man. This, there must be a better way to do this. And so um, when we regrouped, and obviously we signed the art forms, uh, <laughs> we, we, uh, we sat down and I kind of like, kind of asked everyone, do you think this is a problem? And then um, we, we kind of went on from that and um, we've implemented, Kai, do you know? Yeah, uh, we implemented, implemented a product called ArcScan. So basically we did, uh, we did, we automated all the art form sign-up sheets with QR codes. And so we, uh, the idea was to have everyone like being able to simultaneously scan the QR code uh, after creating an account on ArcScan. Uh, just scan the QR code on like a whiteboard or projector or whatever, and it will automatically just sign you up. And what would take like half an hour would go down to like a minute. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And I think before, I think um, the QR code was the end goal. But obviously, with a 24-hour constraint, we were going with more of a, a Kahoot-style thing. You know how there's always, like, that four, well, yeah, four the number code. kind of thing? Yeah, yeah we're like, oh, why can't you just enter that in and then just be signed into the event? Um, yeah. And so that's the idea behind it and the rationale. And at the end of it, um, Chloe, do you want to talk about what we ended up creating? Oh, yeah. So um, basically, we ended up creating a website uh, where... People could sign up, so there was like a login page, mm. and then 
um, they get redirected to a dashboard where they could, if you're a student, you could enter your four-digit code, and if you're a society, um, you could create an event um, that could have the four-digit code on it. Um, like in the 12 hours last year. Yeah, it was 12 hours. Yeah. Or more um, like Yeah, more like eight. Uh, we obviously barely had any time to like, <laughs> make it actually works so hence we had the really hard-coded product yeah um but then afterwards um in the summer holidays we were really motivated to actually make it and kai did a lot of it he made um it he learned node yeah over the summer which is incredible and then he just like Gave the project over to me. <laughs> was like, yeah, yeah. I think that's a really interesting point. Um, it's uh, a lot of people after the hackathon are like, oh, cool, yeah, we're done, yeah. goodbye. Um, but I think that's something that we also want to change this year. So we're partnering with Yonah Thirty Founders uh, to kind of create this uh, program where you know, if you believe in your idea after this, there's going to be some help. To actually get you started and even move into you know thirty founders programs to even like actually build out yeah. your solution into something that's real and workable. So um, yeah, yeah, that was really cool idea because I feel like you sort of become invested in your idea over exactly, twenty four yeah. hours and then at the end of it just to be like oh it's done I get it yeah so to actually being able to like follow through with it a really cool idea. So is there anything from last year's or the previous hackathons that you've done that you would change going into a future hackathon? So anything you would do differently um, coming up or? Well, I'll, I can talk about a hackathon that we didn't win. Yes, it was, uh, we went together. We went to the Women in Tech um, hackathon. What? Yeah. <laughs> the requirement was one, one, one girl. And Damn it. Was <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was, a, that was a Microsoft. That was fun. Um, but we didn't win that because I think we rushed into the we rushed into the idea and we were really like oh yeah we're running out of time we really mm-hmm. gotta get this one out so we I can't really I can't really remember what the idea was about <laughs> but yeah I mean it was it was called roots and it was about um what was it about it was like about micro farming micro farming <laughs> on top of roofs. Um, yeah. So the idea was like, um, so the problem was uh, building, oh, in the distant future. Yeah, building yeah. cities for the future, and we were like, yeah, let's let's put some farms on people's roofs, and we're going to integrate some kind of technology and doing all this random work. It's actually a good idea. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. right. <laughs> we thought so, <laughs> but we didn't win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think maybe it was too far in the future, so people yeah. couldn't right, really okay. relate to the yeah. thing. And we weren't focused at all with the pitching and stuff. We, yeah. we were just focused on trying to make things work. And like, if, if it didn't work, try to hard code it to make it work. Mm-hmm. And at the end, we just had like a really basic web app, which didn't really give off any like indication of what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And our pitch wasn't that great either. So um, if I could redo that hackathon, I'd definitely pour some more time into fleshing out the idea. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, putting a lot more emphasis into how you pitch and convey your idea. Mm. Yeah, so it's kind of like a really good basic idea, but just not executed perfectly. Yeah, exactly. And that, like, yeah, that's true for a lot of things. Like yeah. a lot of startups, uh, people just focus on like the coders and like the technical yeah. aspect of things. But mm. at the end of the day, 
something's got uh, a product's gonna make money, right? Well, in this case, not make money, like have the potential yeah. to make money. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And yeah, there's a really good quote. It's like fall in love with the problem and not the solution. So really fall in love with what you're trying to solve. Um, and I guess in that hackathon, we didn't really understand that problem too well. And so mm-hmm. we jumped to a solution and we were like, let's just stick to it. When we should have gone in the reverse and just be like, no, um, we should we should try and actually solve the problem and figure out what goes into solving that. I can't remember the exact quote, but I did hear a quote once. It was like, don't ruin a perfectly good problem by stopping at one solution or something. Like, even if you think you've solved it, mm. like, you can keep working at it so mm. you can get a better solution. I feel like the quote is really clever. Like, I can't remember. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, okay, and then so going off that, bit of a tough question but if you could like sum up something that's a common thread between the hackathon project the hackathons that you've won what would you say is like a really what makes a good hackathon project is there is there anything that you'd say is a characteristic in both the hackathons that you've won that you thought this is this is doing well i feel like if at the end of the day you feel like you got closer with your team and you worked well as a team. Mm-hmm. That would be the most fulfilling thing yeah. uh, in the hackathon. And of course, if you can bring the idea into market eventually, like actually continue work on it after the hackathon, that's really yeah. a feeling too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when you have a product, even uh, even if it's like it's amazing, when it's hard coded, actually trying to build it and bring it to market, it's a whole different story. Mm-hmm. So if you can see the potential in actually doing that, that's very fulfilling and yeah yeah i think if you have an idea that you can trick people into thinking that it is a good idea mm-hmm. then that is a really good sign <laughs> yeah because <laughs> like, yeah, you can if you have a good idea then you can convince the judges that mm. it's a good idea too that's and right. if they believe in the product then yeah. you're like you definitely have a higher chance of like getting into the finals and stuff like that um, and I think it's really like, like a big part of it is the idea. Like you could do something amazing, but like have a bad idea, or you could have a really amazing idea and do something like not too great, and you could still do better than like a really polished, perfectly like, coded, yeah, perfectly coded product. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's about being really passionate about what you're trying to do, um, and that that really links with what Kai said about. Um, if you're passionate about it, you're more, you're more likely to continue it as yeah. well. You have some sort of emotional attachment instead of thinking, yeah, I'm just doing it for the hackathon to win and that's it, I think, to get a prize. It's not about that. It's more so about, one, building your skills, but also trying to actually create something that is of value and solves the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, for sure. If you like believe in the product, like we really believed in ArcScan and... Yeah. Um, Luminary, we like saw that there was a gap and like a problem that was sort of unsolved. Yeah. And yeah, we wanted to solve that. Mm. Another good thing about hackathons, or well, another thing that could potentially sell it to people, uh, there can be some pretty cool prizes yeah. that you get mm. from them. So, um, just for people, what did you, what have you guys won from from the different hackathons that oh. you've done? <laughs> Um, we can talk about the first one. Mm. So for the first one, it was essentially an internship opportunity with a company that was oh, sponsoring okay. us. Um, so we all got um, interviewed uh, to the to the place. 
um, to the actual workplace. And then um, essentially there was a period of time where I was working there and it was a really, really cool experience. Um, but I guess for the second hackathon that we won, which was the um, Accenture one, we all won iPhone XS. And for ev- everyone Every single team yeah. I had, it was like 1.8K. It was yeah. awesome. Yeah. Um, so Kai sold his and got me yeah. yeah. Oh, but I I got it delivered at home and I was like, man, I could sell this, but it's just waiting there with like the plastic yeah. right there. And I just took a knife and just opened it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, yeah. nothing's better than like opening new tech products. Yeah, so honestly. satisfying. Yeah. Um, um, oh, like um, so something else. I well, like I didn't win this, but it came as a result of winning the hackathon. Mm. Um, so after the hackathon, I made a post on LinkedIn, oh, like hot. saying, oh, like, Lauren, thank you, everyone. And um, the founder of the company I work at at the moment, um, it's called Ventifact. Um, the, one of the founders hit me up on LinkedIn yeah. and asked me if um, I was interested in doing an internship with them. Wow. Yeah. And now I'm working there part time. It's pretty cool. Yeah, same yeah. thing for me. Uh, I put down the hackathon in my resume and I applied for this job that I put over LinkedIn. And it was a cryptocurrency, um, a cryptocurrency company uh, called DGB. And yeah, I got that role and I think I think that winning the blockchain hackathon, which is very heavily tied mm-hmm. with cryptocurrency, really gave me the edge over other stuff. Yeah. And, I, and I currently work part time there too. Mm. Wow. Really now we, we have a whole heap of prizes for this upcoming hackathon yeah. as well. We're gonna reveal them in a post. Oh, okay. So, I guess this will come out after. So this is fine. So we're gonna offer a one thousand dollar prize to the first um, candidate or the first team. Okay. Seven hundred dollars for the second and three hundred dollars for the third. But there's a whole heap of other prizes that we're offering from sponsors. So that's internship opportunities, that's lunches and site visits with um, industry partners, um, and. Uh, Oh, you know, Founders one is really interesting. Yeah, they're offering $1,000 uh, as a prototyping prize so they can actually help you with your idea mm-hmm. and make sure it comes to life with the winning mm-hmm. team as well. I wish we had Founders sponsor the hackathon mm-hmm. last year. Mm-hmm. That was, that's a really good prize. I really like that. Mm-hmm. So, um, that seems like hackathons open a lot of doors, not just like yeah. the 24 hours, but it extends a lot further yeah. than that. Is because yeah. yeah. And when you talk to recruiters or uh, whatever from like Alassian and Canva and stuff, um, every time that I've talked to them and I ask, oh, how can you improve your resume and how can you stand out from the crowd? They said, oh, yeah, put down stuff on your, uh, put down the things that you do for, uh, for, for uni resume, like uh, volunteering and society and stuff. And they always say, put down hackathons or coding films. So mm. hackathons really do like give you an edge yeah. over other, other applicants. You've got nothing to lose, like you don't do yeah, well. It's not exactly. the end of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And everything's free there. I mean, yeah. you're free there, yeah. right? Even if you just go, just yeah, for free fine. food, right? Well, I'm very convinced after this. Yeah, I'm so I'm gonna like yeah. join one now. This sounds yeah. great. <laughs> so I guess we'll probably end on that high note. Um on yeah. The- Thanks for coming in and talking no to us. Thank you. Thank you.